It's good to be here today in God's house today. If you will, turn with me to Daniel, the third chapter, and uh, read a few scriptures there. This morning, I do desire your prayers as we try to minister to you for just a little bit this morning. Daniel, the third chapter, and you probably know what's in there before you ever turn over there. Let's turn over for just a moment. I've got two places I want to read from this morning. Amen. As we often say this, and we all know this, that, you know, it uh, seems like the church world is under attack today, very much so, because we know Satan's alive and doing, he's doing well, seems like. But we serve a God that's, that's bigger and that's more able to do things. Amen. We read a story in the third chapter of Daniel, and everybody knows the story. I'm just going to paraphrase some of it here. And it was when Nebuchadnezzar was in charge and he was a king and he made, you know, had a decree he made that he was made a, a golden image, you know, that he built. And, uh, and he wanted people to bow down and worship the thing that he made. And we find out that uh, through the, this time here, he had a, a time for them to do that. Anytime they heard these, these instruments playing or something, they wanted to bow down and uh, worship this golden image that he made. But we, find, we come find out through this store there, there was three guys that would not bow down to what he'd done. And you get to think about this story here, and you get to read it, and it gets really, you know, and I thought about it a lot of times, you know, how much faith they had in their God to not to do this. And, but there was a reason they didn't do this. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it out here in just a minute. But I want to read to you just a couple of scriptures here. And I'm going to start the 13th uh, verse of the third chapter of Daniel. And this was after that they had made this decree, decree that they would bow, you know, worship this image. And they come and finally told Nebuchadnezzar, said, you know, everybody's doing this, but there's three out there that's not bowing down, you know, and, uh, they made the king up. He was he was mad, and it's in thirteen verses. And Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded the, to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought them before the king, and Nebuchadnezzar spoke and said unto them, "Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not thou serve? Do not you serve my God, nor worship the golden image which I have set up?" And there's a couple of key words there. It's to do not, do, do not serve my gods, nor worship the image which I have set up. Turn with me, hold that, in, and turn with me to Exodus, the 20th chapter. We're going to come back to Daniel there in just a second. But turn with me to Exodus, the, the 20th chapter. I want you to, I want you to get your Bibles to read this with me here. See, sometimes, in, you know, we, over time, that we forget really some of the things that the Bible says. Well, this is the word that, you know, this is after Moses led the children of Israel, you know, out of Egypt. And this is word that Moses went up on the mountain and gave him the Ten Commandments. How many believe the Ten Commandments are still important today? Amen. I want to read just a little bit to you, then we're going to look up Exodus 20. The Ten, the Ten Commandments, you know, was given, was the law that given by God, you know, for our daily living. The first, you know... Uh, the four commandments give us, talks about the relationship, you know, our relationship to God, and the rest of them talks about the relationship, to, uh, you know, to, uh, for us to, towards other people. 
And I want to, uh, and it said over 1,300 years after God gave these commandments, Jesus upheld them. 13, yeah. He actually placed the laws on a higher plane, commanded that his spirit, as which, you know, the locals, you know, by the law it was observed, he placed a stamp of approval on the commandments by declaring, in Matthew 5, 17, it says, Think not that I am come to destroy the law of the prophets. I come, to I come not to destroy them, but to fulfill them. Cedric, Meshach, and Abednego knew what, the, what, this, what it, this, this said. And they took it, they took it personally. Amen? Amen? In the Exodus 20 chapter, I wanted to read this to you so you know what, it's, what it says. The reason, you know, that and then we've just got through reading, Nebuchadnezzar talked about the golden image that, they, that, that he set up. And he said, you're not worshiping this golden image. Then God spoke all these words saying, Exodus 20 chapter, I am the Lord thy God which have brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the, land, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt, make, thou shalt not make unto me any graven image or any likeness of anything which is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For the Lord thy God is a jealous God. Visit all the iniquities of the fathers upon the children of the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. Okay, we'll stop there just a little bit. He said, Thou shalt have no other gods before thee. Thou shalt not worship any golden image. Thou shalt not bow down to them, for I'm a jealous God. Amen. They took that seriously. Think about it. We go back to the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Everybody knows the story. I figured a lot of people, you know, but everybody does know the story here. But you get to look back at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. What got them to this point in their lives? It wasn't just mediocre, believing a little bit or just taking the word and say, well, it, you know, it could do this or that. They believe what the word said. I believe. That's my personal opinion. They knew the commandment said, you know, it said, do not bow down and worship any other God. For I'm a jealous God. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego took this to heart because they knew the consequences of what God meant in his word. Amen. Amen. I think that sometimes we forget about the consequences for that's going to happen if we disobey God's word. Amen. God said he was jealous. Amen. And he said, don't do this. And there's a lot of things in the world today that the church world is doing today that God said, don't do this. Don't do this. Amen. And he said, you know, what's it going to, you know, you get to think about this. As they bow down and they said, you know, and we read through this story, if you're back in Daniel, the third chapter here. And it talks about, said, you know, he said, you know, if you hear this music, if you don't bow down and worship this, he said, we're going to take this furnace. We're going to throw you into a fiery furnace. If you don't do this, pretty serious, you know, allegations there. They was telling them. And you get to a point, you know, you get thinking about, you know, and you could almost think, you know, the way, the way we think today that, you know, what would it hurt today? I'm just, I may just bow down, but I'm not going to say anything. Amen. Just think about it for just a moment. I'm just going to kind of follow along, you know. I'm just going to kind of get in the middle of the crowd, you know, and maybe they won't pick me out. But God knows. Amen. God knows what we're thinking, 
will we stand that? Amen. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And he said, you know, he said, you didn't do this. Said, We're going to throw you into a furnace if you don't bow down and worship the golden image that I made. But they remember in the back of their mind, they remember reading the commandments that God, and God said, no, listen, I'm a jealous God. Do not do this. Don't do this. Don't cross the line. Don't straddle the fence. You can't be straddling the fence when you tell the king, he said, no, we're not going to do this. He said, we're going to throw you in the furnace. And he said, we're still not going to do it. You can't not be, you're not straddling the fence when you got that much faith. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. We live in a time today, and I personally believe, you know, that we today are going to have to take a stand on what we believe in. Just think about it just for a minute. Because they're pushing us every way in the world. And we're seeing it happen today in our church world today. They're pushing everything that goes against God's word today and trying to say we're worshiping God and still believing this stuff. Come on. And I'm not talking about any, you know, denomination this morning, but look at what happened to the United Methodists. They had split because they still want to go to church and worship, but still bow down. Amen. Come on. Come on. Amen. The Bible says, don't have any other gods before me. Amen. Don't bow down and do these things. You know, and, and I'm not talking about them, I'm just talking about the church world as a whole. And it's gradually other, and then I've heard through, you know, through some people, this gradually trying to get into other denominations that are trying to bring us down to believe in, you know, that, you know, we can go to church and we can worship, you know, and think everything's all right, you know. But God said, don't do this. I'm a jealous God. I love you. And I want you to love me back with all your heart. I don't want you to just love me on Sunday. I want you to love me Monday, Tuesday, and all the way through. Amen. And we forget sometimes, you know, the price that God paid for our sins. Because if we really, really realize how much He paid for it, would we worship any different this morning? Amen. Would we worship a little bit different? Well, we say, you know, I don't care what anybody sitting beside me thinks about me. I've come to worship my God. Amen. Because if it wasn't for God who's on my side, I wouldn't be here today. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Nebuchadnezzar said, you don't do this. We're going to throw you in a furnace. We're going to get rid of you. And said, one of them said, you know, he said, you know, in the 17th verse, if it be so, it was 10, I mean, 16 verse 7, but a minute ago, still told the king, said, Nebuchadnezzar, said, we're going to answer you. We're going to give you a question on this matter. We're going to tell you where we stand at. We're going to tell you what we believe in. And that's the attitude we're going to have to tell the world today. We're going to tell you where we stand at today. Amen. We're going to tell you where we stand at today. If it be so, if you hold your in the bargain, we're still not going to bow down. The God that we serve, I don't know his plans, 
But I mean, well, let me rephrase that. I know his plans for the Christian people. It's going to make it to heaven someday. Amen. But I don't know his plans. What's going to happen if you go through the plans you're going to do? But I knew one thing that my God's able. Amen. If it be so, our God, that who we, that who we serve is able to deliver us from this furnace you're going to throw us in. But I want you to let you know he will deliver us out of your hands. If, it, if it's his will, I know he's going to do this. Amen. I don't know really why, you know, today we have to look at things happening today. And we don't understand them, but we know God's able. Amen. We don't understand why this is going on, but we know God's able. Amen. We don't know what God's move is for the next 10 minutes, but I know he's able. And the Bible says here, he said, you know, we've got to take a stand because we want the world to know where we stand at. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they didn't push it down their, his throat. They didn't go around, you know, and say, hey, you know, before this happens, they we're going to not worship. They just went on serving their God. Amen. They went on serving their God. But they did not change because the world changed. They did not change because, maybe let me put this in today's language, because denomination changed. They didn't change their belief because the church went with this here. They stood on what God said. God said, don't have any other go, uh, God before me. Don't worship any golden image because I'm jealous. Don't do this. And they took it to heart. They said, you know, if it be so, you know, I just want to let you know. He's able to deliver us. But if you don't, put this more version, everything's going to be all right. If you don't take care of this sickness that I got, everything's going to be all right. If you don't do this, everything's going to be all right. Because just know, just for a fact, that as soon as I take my last breath here, I took my breath into eternity with the living God, with the Christ that went down everything, that raised from the dead, a Christ, you know, that reigns forever and ever, the King of kings and Lord of lords. Let me know if you don't do it, everything's going to be all right. If not... But it be known, King, I want you to write this down. Maybe what is tell him. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, listen, our God's able. I don't know if he's going to take us to deliver us or not from you out of this fiery furnace. But if you know, we're going to stand. And I'll put this in my own version. We may burn for a second, but we're not going to burn for eternity. Come on. We may burn for a second, but we're not going to burn for eternity. We're not going to wishy-washy what, what we believe in. And I'm here today to tell this church world, don't be wishy-washy on what you believe in. Amen. Amen. Just the word, the word of God tells you if it's wrong, don't do it. And he said, you know, and that's what's got us in trouble today. What's it going to hurt? What's it going to hurt? They could have bowed down and just somebody went through the motions and said, well, they really didn't mean it and it didn't hurt them. But God said, don't do it. Amen. Don't do it. Don't do it. We see today in a world today, everything in the world going on in the church world today, can you imagine how angry God could be? Amen. 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 He said, if you don't, but write this down. 
18th verse, be it known. But if not, he said, you know, if you don't come and deliver us, if we burn up in your furnace, be it known, O king, we did not serve your God nor worship the image that you set. We're not going to do it. Amen. We're not going to do it. Why? Because God said don't do it. Amen. Amen. Let me take this a step further. What are we standing for today? Amen. Amen. What are you standing for today? Well, I stand for God. Amen. Who are you supporting tomorrow, though? Amen. Don't shut me out of here. Who are you supporting? Who's supporting? I put an X by somebody that says, you know, we're going to fund abortion. But on Sunday, I say, I praise my hands. But that's not the praise that God wants. Amen. That's not what he wants. Come on. Amen. We see it happening today. Homosexuality has taken over the world right now. You don't believe me? Watch a few commercials. You can't get over it fast enough, turn it off. Sickening. Abomination to God. You can't talk about it, Pastor, because you know it's happening close to home. Yes, I can, because the Bible says don't do it. Don't do it. And I told somebody the other day, I said, you know, they want to come and sit in church. That's fine. I have no problem with it. But you can't lead and behind the pulpit like this, they're trying to do now. Homosexuality behind the pulpit and proclaiming the word of God, it does not mix. Amen. It don't mix. But her pastors today are not far from saying that anymore because she's got close to her families today. It don't mean I don't love them, but we got to take a stand and say, God, you told us to take a stand. We got to take a stand. Amen. If you want to come in church, sit and listen to the word of God. I told some other day, you can't go get out in the rain without getting wet. And you shouldn't be able to come to this church without feeling the power of God. Amen. If we're truly worshiping the real God. Amen. Call God, sick as though. God is spirit and he's sick as those that worship him in spirit and in what? Truth. Amen. So they started to get the furnace hotter. And getting closer, Nebuchadnezzar got mad. He got his army together and he said, you get these three men, we're going to get the furnace kicking. The Bible says they heat up seven times hotter than it's ever been. That had to be hot. That had to be hot. And you could imagine what could have went through their minds, what we would look at for just a little bit today. Are we doing the right thing? They could have said one to another. Amen. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego could have cut a conversation. Don't believe it did. Bible don't record it. They stood on the word of God. But in today's time, almost like the church world today, could are we doing the right thing? They started heating this sucker up. And it's a stove, you know, or furnace, however big a furnace, had to be a big furnace. 
that thing probably got to being jumping, kind of making noise. Just like the world today, this old furnace today in the world is jumping. It's getting hotter today. Amen. Amen. But they stood there and let them bind them down. But oh, let me tell you something. If you trust him, step up believing in God. What did Christ say? I'll be with you even till the end. I'm not going nowhere. So they bound them up and they got the furnace hot and they started throwing them in the furnace. And the Bible says it was so hot that the men that threw them in, it killed them. The fire was so hot. Let them sit there a little while and have a condition. See, this is where we got to stand. You know, he was, didn't back down what he said. And the world ain't going to back down what they do until we stand. And he's told them, as I guess he got his mind, got to be wondering what's going to happen. So he went over and looked in the furnace. Oh, can you get this? They threw him in this furnace, and it was seven times hotter. It killed the men of Nebuchadnezzar's army. It was so hot. And I imagine Nebuchadnezzar thought, you know, ain't going to see nothing in there but just the flames going. He looked in there and something caught his eye. Wouldn't it be nice today if people come into church today and something catches your eye? It's something going on in Oak Grove Church. (laughs) Something going on. I didn't expect to see this. I didn't expect to see that person praising God with what they're going through. I didn't expect all this to go through. I didn't expect Oak Grove Church to make it, you know, because they said we couldn't make it because we're not hooked up with the denomination. We we can't run it. We can't operate this way. But with God, all things are possible. And he looked in and something caught his eye. He looked back and hollered and said, listen, I told y'all to throw three in there, but did y'all just throw three in there? And said, yes, we threw them in there. And Nebuchadnezzar said, listen, I see four. I see four now. And let me tell you, they're not burnt up. They're walking around, having, I put this more version, they're walking around loose, having revival. I believe, do you, do you believe for a moment that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't praise God in the furnace? I believe they didn't say y'all care what the world's doing today. I'm not going to sit here and hold my peace today because I know today beyond a shadow of a doubt if we stand on the word of God, God will, Christ will show up in the nick of time. How many believes that today? That he will show up. He didn't just go in the furnace. You don't have to go in the furnace. He didn't go in just one time. Let me tell you something. He'll show up in your furnace today and he'll bring you out of that furnace. And the Bible said they took him out. And the Bible said that and our God is so powerful today the Bible says, you remember it killed the people that threw them in there, but the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they didn't have a hair switch on their head. The smell of smoke was not even on them. Amen. Amen. Why? Because they stood and said, we're not bowing down, Nebuchadnezzar. Amen. We're not bowing down. As we close this out, just for just a moment, I guess the older you get, the more you get thinking back, back about maybe the way you was raised, about the people that's gone on and how, you, how they stand, how they stood. And I get to go up where I was raised every once in a while and sit at the fire up there, you know, and talk to some of the 
guys, some of the younger generation, and we get to talking about the old, older people that's done gone on and how they stood on their faith, how the times they went through and everything is all right. Amen. They stood when they didn't know what tomorrow was going to bring, but they stood. Amen. Amen. They stood on God's word when they didn't even know how they're going to feed their children, but they stood. They stood on God's word when Satan tried to come into the church and bust it up. Amen. Maybe a few people left, but they stood on the God's word and God blessed them. Amen. And God blessed them. You know, I'd like to be a person like that. Amen. I just said, you know, whenever I'm dead and gone, it ain't what I had this world. It's what I stood on and said, you know, I'm going to hold on to this till the end of time. I want to hold on to it. That's what I want, I want to be remembered. Amen. He preached, no matter what the circumstances was, he preached the word of God. I know I'm not good at it, but I try. Amen. I know sometimes, you know, you probably have a lot more friends if you went the other way. But I want Jesus Amen. as my personal friend. He's my personal savior. And I'm thankful for all the friends that I've got, that God surrounded me with. Amen. I appreciate them very, very much. I don't know what you got from the scripture this morning, but let me rephrase, recap this just real quickly. God told Moses, he gave him the commandment, said, don't do this. Don't do it. Don't do it then. Don't do it today. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It was just so many years later. They didn't do it. So many, so many, so many years ago now, are we not, are we standing where we need to stand? Father. Think about it. We standing where we need to stand. Amen. Amen. Let's stand this morning. We close out. Every head is bad. No one look around. You just want to slip up your hand. Just or you won't come and pray. This altar is open. But if you just want to slip up your hand right where you're at, say, you know, I just want you to pray for me. God bless that hand. God bless that hand. God bless that one. God bless them hands. God bless them hands. God bless them hands. They're still coming up. God bless them hands. God bless them hands. Just praise Him. God bless them hands. God bless them. God bless them. I'm going to just while you still got your head bowed, your eye closed. Just I'm going to challenge you today. Just keep standing on God's word. No matter what Satan is trying to tell you, just stand on God's word. Nebuchadnezzar said, we're going to throw you to the furnace. And they said, well, if you do, that's what it's going to be. But I want to let you know, we're standing on God's word. We're standing on God's word today because he sent Christ to die for our sins. Fall today in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you. Thank you for this opportunity you give us to be in your house today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for this story that we got to read in your word, how these three stood on your word today and they did not bow today, Father. I pray for everyone that raised their hands today. I pray for this church today. As the world today seems like it's getting hotter today, that they're still trying to do everything to us today, that we'll stand and say, you know, no, we're not going to bow down and worship any other God but the God that created 
interpreted the heavens and the universe today. The God that sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. That's the God that we're going to serve today, Father. We pray for those problems going on in their country today and in their churches today, Father. We pray that you let the Holy Spirit today just overshadow them today in a mighty special way today. For someone today that's struggling this morning, Father, encourage them today. Say, don't give up. Tell them not to give up. Keep on going. If you're in the furnace, just tell them I'll be there. I'll be there. And I'll have church with you. Amen. God, we just love you today. We give you praise and glory. For in Jesus name we pray. And God, people said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. We love each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all.